That don't make you gay. No, if it's a girl. Hello? What are you talking about? My homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> what the like, hell? <laughs> what is happening We're talking here? about if you suck a dude's. No. Oh, if a dude sucks a, sucks a girl's strap, is that dude gay? It's a girl. See? She said it's a girl. I mean, it's it's on the spectrum. True. It's on the spectrum. I mean, you teetering. <laughs> but it's a but it's a girl. So I mean there's not really much you can say. Are you are you sucking um a girl's strap, Devin? No, I'm not yeah. sucking on a strap. I mean, it's okay if you do. I do not. <laughs> Listen, I'm saying it doesn't make you gay if you did suck on the strap. It's a girl's strap. Thank you. I mean, but it's, it's still a on the strap. spectrum. <laughs> I'm not plastic dick, Devin. It's, but it's, it's not a real dick. It is a plastic dick. dick. It's not, but a, it's real not a real dick. dick. <laughs> I put plenty of plastic in my mouth. That don't mean I'm gay. Who, who's your friend? Oh, who's your friend? Uh, what's your name? Tony. <laughs> is Tony white? No, he's black. Oh, hi, Tony. <laughs> Jamel, I want to know if you're white. She said hi. Hey, so... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she said yes, she would have. Uh, wait, wait. Now she's married. Okay. Oh! I got a, I got a dog. She is faithful to my best friend. Show Tony the screen so he can ask her her nationality. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm in a dark room, so I'd probably get away with it. Just look at the nose. I am ready. Jawan says it's not it's not gay either. Is it did this nigga fly from Florida to see you? No, no, no. I just said, I, I said, I wouldn't do it. Oh, he said he wouldn't do it. Why not? I didn't say I would either. That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Westside, bad boy killers. You know who the realest is, niggas. We bring it to you. First off, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. Westside, when we ride, come equipped with game. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. always leave it in I, I am your host jamel and with me um as always who am i gonna start with first let's start with juan how are you doing happy new year happy new year to you i am fine and yourself i'm doing fantastically well devin happy new year merry new year to you as well amen and you'll probably hear a couple of rumblings from uh devin's friend in the back um Hi, friend in the back. Do you does he want to say hi? Uh, Jamel said hi officially on the show. She wants you to say hi to the listeners. Hello, Jamel. Well, not just me. <laughs> she said not just her, also the listeners. Oh, well, <laughs> that, okay. Edit that out. Edit well, that out. Okay, yeah, that's good. That probably <laughs> we're gonna edit, edit that out, please. It's fine. 
Um, well, we're back. It's a new year. It's 2022. I hope everybody had a wonderful holiday and a happy new year. Uh, I hope everybody got to see Don Lemon drunk as fuck. Cause I know I did. Um, <laughs> Where'd you see that at? CNN. CNN. Oh, right on. CNN is lit on New Year's Eve. There was something lit. going on on New Year's. What was going on on New Year's? Was uh, there a football game? There were a couple, but I. Speaking just... of, how about those those Alabama Gators and they so, getting their shit pushed uh-oh. in by those so, Georgia Bulldogs last night? Uh oh. So, so Jamel, so Jamel, uh, last night I finished the session. Um, <laughs> uh, after that ass whooping that y'all got, and Kendall is still my favorite character. <laughs> I still don't. I still don't fucking moment. Fuck Shield. Shit is horrible. <laughs> and so is Robin. And so Tom. is Logan. Yeah, Logan is trash. But I kind of like, like Tom. Oh, I I love Tom now. I love Tom. I hate Greg. I do. I, I fuck some Greg. He's so I fucking annoying great, to me. He, he's slimy, you know, but he's playing alone. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that's so that's what I did last night. I just I finished up secession. Oh, you so I, so you didn't see Nick Saban uh, get closer to retirement last night. You know, and I also found this other show on HBO <laughs> called Station Eleven. It's a really really good show. I don't think it's podcastable, you know, at least for us. Mm-hmm. But it's a good show. I think that you will enjoy it because I, you, if you were if you were a fan of the leftovers, then you will enjoy uh-huh. Station Eleven. I think I've I, heard you say that before. I feel like uh, I was forced watched. I was forced to watch. Uh, what are we? I don't know what. Wait, Jamel, what we, I have one question for you. What did uh-oh. you do last night? Why didn't we pod last night? Well, um, we were all in agreement that mm-hmm. we would watch a. Um, a championship. Mm-hmm. It was a championship game, game for one team and not the other, though. <laughs> Stop doing this. You know Stop what? Me. So I also caught up on those um, two Euphoria movie specials that we're here to talk about. Huh? Before we get here, we are going to talk about Encanto. Okay, we can talk about Encanto. I don't know what the fuck Devin is talking about. <laughs> I, I just want Nick Saban. <laughs> have you coloreds watched Encanto? I don't know what that no, is. I haven't is that watched a Disney movie. Disney, it's a newest Disney movie and it's lit. Is that on Disney Plus? Yes. Yes. Do my godchildren love that? They ask me to watch it about five times a day. Mm. So you admit and that I do have Apparently, I look like two different characters depending on my how my hair is done. If my hair is up, I look like Dolores. If my hair is down, I look like Mirabelle. Whenever y'all see this movie, or just Google it, just Google the characters, Mirabelle and Dolores from Encanto, you're going to be like, "Eh." which is kind of sad, because here's the thing, whenever somebody's, oh my god, you look like, it's always a cartoon character. Always. It never fails. I don't ever look like a human being, or an actor, or a celebrity. I look like a fucking cartoon. Mm, Mirabelle, maybe a little bit. It's the glasses, I know. Oh, definitely Which, Dolores. <laughs> Which one? Yeah, Dolores. Dolores uh, just 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 Google Dolores and Kanto. Yeah, definitely Dolores. Mirabelle yeah. to a lesser extent. You know, yeah. listeners, I, if you ever wonder what I'm looking, and I'm not Afro Latino either. I'm just I'm black, but you know. they're showing me like the real actresses. Okay, all right. Let me help you out. Adassa, Adassa. I don't know. I don't know who that is. Adassa is the actress. Yeah, that's what I'm like. I don't think that's who Jamel looks like. Her. Oh! 
You ain't got to laugh. You got to laugh like that. That was funny. Uh, and as soon as you showed it, I, I literally put images on Google and it showed me. That was funny. Uh, so anyways, yes. Okay. Uh, yes, Juwan. Um, as Juwan was trying to say, we are actually here for Euphoria, y'all. We covered the first season. Well, we just did like a recap of the first season, like a couple of years ago on a di- on a different podcast. But it's in the it's in this show. It's one one of the episodes now. If you guys want to catch up. Um, we didn't get to do one on the two special shows that they had, like the part one and part two things. But uh, Juwan, would you like to give us a brief recap? Yes. Before I get to that, though, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to um to um friend of the show China on the upfront because because ta- yes, she's definitely um um your boo Devin. But China, I put out a question as I do with every episode, asking who was the most problematic of season one of Edit That Out. Was it okay. Jamel? Was it Devin? Or was it me? Um and of course Jamel said it was you, Devin, which we know is the truth. But China said, well, 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 mm-hmm. hmm, let's see. Joan. Because Jana thinks I'm trash. Loving I mean, to be, to, to be yeah. fair, you killed you killed Kelly. You had a problem with uh, Molly expressing herself as a sexual being. So, I mean, I didn't do anything. So, uh, to be fair, <laughs> I just brewed it for a black man to get his black queen. So, mm-hmm. if you want to call me trash for doing the things of supporting black love, then you mm-hmm. do that. Right. But no, she lovingly calls me, calls me trash. You know, me and China are, are cool like that. Um, uh, however, I, you- however, this season, y'all are going to probably hear me uh, be toxic and invalidate somebody's hum- um, somebody's um, identity or humanity, rather, um, this in this season. I'm just going to spoil that for you on the upfront. So <laughs> I have a feeling I know who it is and we're going to have a discussion about that. Um, <laughs> right. Let's Yo, just... listening, listening to I didn't remember us potting that at all, but mm-hmm. listening to the recap of season one, yo, Juwan, the fact that you even have any liking to Nate, you are dead to me. Oh, sir. we gonna definitely get into that in just a few minutes. But um, yeah. But over the um break of um, cause this show had to take had to take a two year break. I believe mm-hmm. they wanted to come back um last year, but of course COVID happened right as the season like a little a little bit after the season one was ending or had just ended or when they were going to start filming basically um so what zendaya with sam levinson and zendaya decided to do of course as the director and executive producers of the show was to give the audience a little something to tie them over while they were trying to figure out the uh, process of how to film the show because this show juggles a lot of different characters um, so they basically put out these two these two special movies that were essentially character pieces for um, Zendaya's character Rue and Hunter Schaefer's character um, of Jules. So um, they're really good movies. They're essentially show act, acting showcases of what these two people can do. Um, as far as like when you put them on a screen together, also in Rue's um, episode, it also stars Coleman Domingo, who is a dynamic, amazing uh, actor. Who's also oh, he is so good. Yeah, he's great in everything we've seen. Uh, if you, uh, you 
if you probably heard us talk about him in the, in our Candyman coverage before, but basically it was just an acting showcase for those two actors. What I'm not sure of is if the actual uh, movies themselves will have much consequence to the overall narrative of this season, but, it, but I did enjoy them. Um, they do some notable um, notes of those. They do take place during the Christmas holiday of these characters, uh, where these characters are out of school and just right up to New Year's. So it catches us up on what happened at the end of what um, Jules was up to and what Zendaya was going through. Um, one thing I want to point out in that in um, what I don't know is going to uh, inform this season, but in Rue's episode, she was contemplating or flirting with suicidal ideation. Yeah. I just don't really plan on being here that long. And that's, um, that's the tough part about all this, you know? Because I, I, I love talking to you. I do. And I agree with um, almost everything you're saying. And I understand it. But, um, I just don't plan on being here that long. So I'm not sure if that was something that's going to come up, but that's something that she talked about. Uh, I'm going I'm, I'm to talk about it. I'm going to talk about that. Okay. We also learned that Ali has an ex-wife who he had an abuse I wouldn't necessarily say that he he hit her, but yeah, he it wasn't him. abusive. It wasn't necessarily abusive. I think he just abandoned them. And he his has wife two. just did the black woman thing. Like, you hit me one time, I'm out, probably, you know. I grew up in a house where my dad used to beat on my mama. He was a drunken, cold son of a bitch. And every night I lay in bed dreaming of every which way to kill him. But eventually, my mama up and left him and took me and my sister with her, and life goes on. But I always said to myself that no matter how bad shit got, whether I was shooting dope or smoking crack, I would never, ever be like my dad. And then I, I got married, I had two girls, and it was chaos. I was using, and my wife wasn't having it. We were fighting every night. And it got physical. And uh, one night I looked over and I see my two little girls watching. And I thought, here I am, a grown man with two girls, and they just watched me hit their mom in the face. I spent 30 years of my life thinking of how to kill my dad for doing the same shit I just did to their mom. That's rock bottom. It doesn't get any worse than that. But hey, it took me another five years to clean up because for some people, there is no rock bottom. It's bottomless. And the truth is, drugs will fundamentally change who you are as a human being. Every moral, every principle, everything you hold close to your heart and believe in will go out the window or down the drain because there's no force stronger on planet Earth than that next fix. 
And he has two grown daughters and a grandson. Uh, I don't may, we'll see. Maybe that will inform his character moving forward. Um, Jules' mother may be back in the picture. I don't know. Romantic, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be romantically tied to her father, because I believe at the end of season one, he was kind of developing a friendship with um, Leslie. So um, so we'll see about that. Um, Jules also said that she was considering going off of her home, her hormones. I think I want to go off my hormones. Hmm. Okay. Have you been thinking a lot about detransitioning? No. Okay, then what is it? I don't know. I've just been, like, thinking about what's next. In what sense? I mean... I don't know. I guess it's. I guess it's interesting, because like before I ran away, uh, I had gone to the city to visit some old friends, and we were having this exact conversation. And basically, um, I feel like I've framed my entire womanhood around men. When, like, in reality, I'm no longer interested in men. Like, philosophically. Like, like what men want. Like, what men want is so boring and simple and not creative. And, like, uh, just, like, I look at myself and I'm like, how the fuck did I spend my entire life building this, like... Like, my body and my personality and, like, my soul around what I think men desire. It's just, like, it's embarrassing. I feel like a, a, a fraud. Or possibly going to be going through a detransitioning process or either to experience male puberty. They may or may not abandon that in the show considering how she's still presenting her, herself. Um, it could just be a nod to Hunter's own experience, own life experience. Yeah, where I she, think Hunter said she she wanted to stop taking the hormones, but she still wants to be referred to as she, which, you know, all right. Okay, yes, absolutely. So all in all, my overall thoughts is I think they basically just serve to bring uh, the catches up on Rue and Jules, who are the central characters of the show, and just to bring them back in orbit with one another because as we see Hunter's movie is ending just as Rue's uh, movie is beginning where she's going to meet up with Ali. But I just wanted to kind of shout out, you know, those two movies since we didn't really get a chance to discuss them in detail, which I don't think they necessarily needed to be, but just to bring up a couple of points in that. And um, so Jamil, you have anything on that? Um, no, I think you uh, pretty much said everything. Um, listeners, excuse me every once in a while. I'm getting over a little cold. Um, you got that shit? Every once in a while. No, I do not have COVID. But I do have a little... I, I, I'm getting over a cold. So if you hear me sniffle, then that's that. She got that shit on the low. But then again, uh, I guess it's kind of appropriate for euphoria with all the fucking drugs they do. So Yes. I promise I am sober as a judge right now, though. Yes, I don't. I, I wouldn't even know how to get cocaine, but I felt I needed it for this episode. Two of us yeah, are, are 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 two of us are sober on this episode, or I'm ten? sober. Um, this is not gonna do anything. I wasn't calling any names of who was or wasn't sober. 
Mm-hmm. Are you? Uh, are you the feds? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> What's happening right now? I th- Never mind. I, there was a group okay. chat message. Maybe I misread that. Oh, just... Hi. oh you took it. Th- okay, anyways. Um... <laughs> what, what, what are we doing here? Anyway, before we go on, I did um... not watch the Jules one. I'm going to be honest with you. I tried and okay. I was like, this seems boring. I, I don't like Jules. Yeah, oh. I was like, I'm not committed yeah. enough. Yeah, I was like, I don't think I'm in because I watched the uh, what's the Rue character one mm-hmm. and I was like, I like Strand and I like her as the lead. So I got through the whole thing of just it, like I guess it being like a bottle you episode. Liked it I because guess because it was black folk. You know, and the, and, and they again, had. The, it is a white girl, so I'm actually kind of surprised you don't like Jules, but not my type. But <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to figure out how to Edit answer that. that. Out. I was trying to figure out how to get, answer well, that. Well, maybe because she's too young. That's what it is. She's too young. Move on. Right, right, she's right. Too young. She's too young. Yeah, she's like twenty something. Uh, what was that? Oh, but there was a black waitress too. Yeah, she was in there too. That was kind of weird because I felt it, it. That felt a little like uh, shoehorning in another added character. Yeah, I don't was. think she was an actress. I think yeah. they just had somebody that was part of like an AA or an, a Narcotics Anonymous thing just tell her story or something like that. It just it didn't seem scripted. When I was a little girl growing up. My grandma used to always have this saying, and I never understood what it meant until I was ready to get clean. And her words were, baby, trouble don't last always. And it doesn't, if you want to make a change. That's up to you. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, you, that's right. Yeah, that makes sense. I, it felt it felt appropriate, but also out of place at the same time. Mm-hmm. Also, I said on the the show uh, before the recap, I am all for someone taking me to get pancakes and let me talk about my problems. So I was all in. Yeah, that sounds kind of wonderful. Cause like, although yeah. his, his bacon looked faking, that's all I'm gonna say. That didn't look like real bacon. He doesn't and- eat. Ba- he doesn't eat bacon. He's a Muslim. So it was faking. No wonder it's, why it looked like trash. And no wonder why. Yes, they had that whole last conversation on why she doesn't believe in God and stuff like that. You know, okay, that's your journey. Yeah, that's that's why he didn't eat that shit. Well, All right, y'all ready to get started? Yeah, now sure. we can talk about the. Which, by the way, can I start? Thanks. Uh, oh, this was she my. Wait, wait, wait. She hasn't introduced the episode, Devin. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Yeah, my nipples right here. I my have been looking forward to this all day, though. I really have been looking forward to this all day. So I feel you, Devin. This is Insecure Season 2, Episode 1, Trying to Get to Heaven Before They Close the Door, written uh, and directed by Sam, Lev- Sam Levinson. And you know what? And you know it's what? It's Read it over again. <laughs> That's insecure. insecure? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> Oh my God. I was like, I, we here? I'm like, I watched the wrong shit. Damn. Okay, okay. We're editing that out. Uh, right on. Um, we are actually here for Euphoria, season two, episode one, trying to get to heaven before they close the door, directed and written by Sam Levinson. He is obviously the showrunner. Um, did not know that. This, you didn't? Absolutely not. I actually Hi. know nothing about this show other than what y'all told me and what I've I mean, watched. I will say that um, it's loosely based on Sam Levis's experience. Like, he's basically Rue. This is kind of, I guess, how he 
navigated through high school. Like he had an addiction problem and stuff like that. So yeah, right. yeah. It's also it's also kind of a remake of an Israeli show, I believe, uh, as well. Um, not a like not, not a direct remake, but uh, kind of a it's based off of an Israeli show as well. Um, Sam Levinson, showrunner, executive producer alongside Zendaya. Sam Levinson, also the son of famed Hollywood director Barry Levinson, known for movies such as Bugsy and Rain Man. Mm-hmm. Never seen any one of them. Of course you haven't. Well, um, I'm going to go ahead and just say, like, this is basically taking place on New Year's Eve. There's a huge party, and everybody is is there. And if y'all watch season one, you know shit is going to hit the fan. That's all I'm going to say. Um, Devin, I'm going to make you sweat. Juwan, what did you think of the first episode? You know what? When I first watched it, I was like, this is really... this." Um, tone of this episode is really weird. Um, is it lacked the intensity that I felt the uh, first season uh, had as far as the the pilot. So it kind of lacked that a little bit for me. But after watching it a couple of times, I really turned around on the episode and really enjoyed it. It had great bits of drama. Of course, dealt. Of course, it had all the craziest shit that we that Euphoria is known for. All of the dicks, or at least so many dicks. Yeah, so you know. many dicks. I think um, you meant too many dicks. Uh, and, too many. And it had a, also a, a good bit of unintentional comedy, you know, or maybe it was intentional. But I found myself, you know, upon like maybe watching it for the third time and really kind of, you know, turning myself over to it. I was laughing out loud. In a, in a, in a oh, yeah. Sentence. Yeah. Devin, yeah. what did you think? This. I'm also I'm glad you asked. Uh, this was the greatest episode to date. I wow. love this episode. Oh my god! From the jump to that amazing release I got at the end of this episode, <laughs> I loved it. Hey, Devin. Yes. Devin, guess what? What? I agree with you one hundred percent. Amazing. Let's go. Oh my gosh. My God, that cathartic ending. Nigga. Oh Oh my God. Oh, what sweet release. Well, let's get into it. What what do you guys think? Thank you. Yes. All right. Okay. So we start off, we, uh, because, you know, like all these, um, all these Euphoria, Euphoria episodes give like a little backstory on the main characters. So, this one starts with Fez or Fezco. Um, and we learn how um, he got to stay with his grandmother. His grandmother was a motherfucking G. That is exactly what Rue said. And that is exactly the truth. Mm-hmm. So uh, apparently from what I kind of gathered, I think his dad owned a strip club and was beating him. Mm-hmm. So um, and so the grandmother rolls up, uh, shoots him in both legs while he was like right while he was getting a blowjob so the chick had to move out of the way um and his dick was out this is like dick number one if you're keeping count um did you nah oh okay nah but yeah because they're old so but yeah so what's up uh so, uh, Fesco's grandmother, just a couple of things. Fesco's grandmother is played by veteran HBO actress Catherine Narducci. Narducci? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name, ma'am, but um, 
Um, but she is most widely known as uh, as playing Artie's Buko's Artie Buko's wife from The Sopranos. That's well. Charmaine. Yeah, Charmaine. Oh my God! Charmaine, you didn't know that was Charmaine. I did not know that was Charmaine. Gosh. She has brown hair in The Sopranos. Right, but when she flipped it over, you should have known. Jeez. I guess so. It's right there on The Sopranos. Huh? Look, we're not talking about me. We're we're talking about uh, Fesco's grandma. So, I'm surprised that he maintained an erection while bleeding out from his femoral artery. Yeah. So, uh, that that's the problem you had with that nigga. Did you not see all these badass strippers that she walked past, and that's who he chose to get top from? Or is that I, all he could get top from? That's probably all he can get top from. But I well, did notice that know, one stripper. Been, it might have been that one thing where, like, I don't know, maybe she's like a new stripper and she had to like do that or something like that. You know, you know, some uh, of the niggas is sleazy like that. Oh, uh, maybe because I was like, that was your choice. Either way, um, she had, uh, but she passed by that one stripper that had full on open pussy in some man's face. There were so many vaginas, too. Fantastic. Well, either way, Grandmama um, takes him to live with her. Um, And she teaches him all about the drug dealer business. and, And he raises up and ends up being her partner. Um, eventually there's a random baby that is left as collateral by the mother for drugs and, you know, never came back for the baby. So very sad. Um, and, uh, the baby ends up obviously is ashtray because, and he's named ashtray because he accidentally tried to swallow a fucking cigarette and they thought it was funny. I hope Um, they named him. I hope they gave him a real name and we'll find I, out what it is later. Yeah, yeah, I have a feeling that that's what's going to happen. But he does have a T tattooed under his eye, so who knows? Uh-huh, yeah. Either way, um, so the grandmama basically raised those kids as brothers. And that's how they, that's how they, you know, see each other. They're very, very close. Uh, Fez used to have to put him to sleep and all of that. And it just kind of became sad because Grandmama, you know, fell ill eventually, and he had to become the head honcho. So, are we supposed to believe this, like that, like he was super smart and? Oh yeah, he was incredibly smart in in school. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Why not? Okay. Yeah, I mean, most drugs just most. Yeah, most drug dealers are. Most drug dealers. Oh yeah, you kind of have to be. You got to go just the headshot mm-hmm. that, like, he's still smart. He just oh. has a slow processing because of the crowbar shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah because we learned that because during that particular segment, you know, they, they get ripped off by uh, what did she call him? Bowl cut mother white boy with a bowl cut motherfucker? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and she's beating that ass with a crowbar and for whatever, and they explained in the show that Fez did not know why he tried to stop her, but he just tried to and she inadvertently hits him in the head with a with a crowbar, which I'll imagine they added that particular point in because I know because I think in season one they did say something about he was having but he has blackouts sometimes, mm-hmm. but he noticed a, the end. But uh, the actor Angus Cloud notably has a scar that um, much like um, Michael K. Williams. Oh, that's a- 
Oh, that's real. Like that's real. Yes, that's real. Mm. So oh, he must, I thought that was for the show. So much like Michael K. Williams, uh, the late Michael K. Williams, rest in peace. He has a real life scar that go uh, from a brain surgery, from a brain injury. So mm-hmm. I guess they Does he talk that slow like that in reality, or is that just on the show? He does, and you would think someone, you know, when you hear actors talk in real life, sometimes, you know, maybe they are British or they'll have a totally different accent from what their normal accent is. This, that's this nigga's voice. This, that's this just nigga- how he talks? Yes. Oh, that's oh, okay. Good. I kind of like that. Also, he's my favorite character. Did oh, I, did I not? Nigga, okay. is there any other choice? Okay, just making sure. I, I do have another, nigga. I do have another, but I'm, I'm probably going to have to justify also, it. Also, he's a nigga, white people, that's it. We drafted him. Yes, he a nigga. Kind, yeah, I like in all of my notes, I referred to him as this nigga, and I had to go in and change yeah, it. It's Tom. It's Tommy two point. <laughs> no, you keep it. <laughs> it's fine. So in the present, um, y'all remember where we left off? Um, Mouse, that scary looking ass drug dealer, went over to Fez's house to you know handle business. Well, Ash ain't no motherfucking hoe, <laughs> and and kills Mouse with a fucking hammer. So that's that on Mouse. Hope you don't. Hope you're not. Hope you're not uh, looking forward to him come back to season right. two because he's not. That's yeah. gang gang for real. Like he was on one. I mm-hmm. love and it. And he's what like ten. <laughs> yeah. At the most. No, right. I love this kid. Yeah, it was um, and that does solve the um Mouse problem because I, if from the recap we talked about um. Fez co stealing mouse basically stealing Mouse's own money back from the plug from the connect and giving it back to him to pay him off. And it was um it was float we floated that maybe it was gonna be an issue with Mouse this season. I know, yeah. Um, and it was gonna come back to bite him. Ashtray took yeah. care of that shit right away. Yeah, we ain't <laughs> gotta worry that. about nothing. You don't need Mouse. Mm-hmm. A- yeah. Ash is just like we don't have the time. Okay. We have a lot to do in season two. Well, anyways, um, oh, listeners, I'm just going to let you know, um, we thought about it or, you know, we thought about it for a little bit and this might be better done character by character, but because this episode is so chaotic, I'm going to do it scene by scene. We're just going to rapid fire this shit. We're going to rapid fire this shit. So buckle up, buckaroo. All (laughs) right. So we start off, Ash, Fizz, and Rue are heading to handle some more business. Like they take her on on business trips and shit now. Why the um, fuck was she there though? Why was she there? Because they were listening to Tupac. Family. And yeah, but she wasn't Tupac. there when he killed when he killed Mouse. Like, did they? I guess she they just probably came over. Well, they were on the way probably to go. Oh, to yeah, that's what? right. I think that's what they were doing. They were picking up all of these drugs to go to the party. To, oh, you know, okay, that makes sense. Okay, that to makes sense. at now. the party. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's why they were there. But either way, yeah. So she was in the back rapping, hit him up. <laughs> First, first part when I laughed out loud. <laughs> I kept trying to see if like, like if she was gonna say nigga, but I don't. She think did. She did. She did in the show. The, I was waiting. But <laughs> she it. did. No, she didn't. She. Oh, she I'm about didn't. to say. I think she she didn't. Yeah, because like, I think she does say does that. I, did she say nigga and Malcolm and Marie? No, she said Negro. Okay. I clocked that. I I was like, she gonna say it because um John David Washington says it. But no, she just said Negro. I feel like she's just trying to, cause I mean, well, she's biracial, which is fine. Mm. But like, but I mean, like you can say it if you want to, girl. But I feel yeah, like she's sh- trying to be like respectful, and that's fine. That's I'm fine. gonna say, is there a rule that mixed people can't? Cause I gotta talk no, to my brothers. I-, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say we gotta have a talk. No, you niggas but, can't I mean, say it. 
I, I, if, well, I, if she wants to, Zentay, if you want that, go and take her. But either way, um, so we meet the guy that he's supposed to, you know, like the connect or whatever, and his junkie ass girlfriend, who is real life porn star Chloe Cherry. Never heard of her, but we yeah. already knew that dude. That was the dude that they hammered in the face, yeah. right? That was this. Oh other dude. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they brought him along. And yeah, with his junky ass girlfriend. Um, either way, um, so are you saying she's a porn Bo- star? Who yeah, is watching this porn? You look, I have watched some dirty shit, some nasty shit, but not that nasty. I was like, ew, that's like watching Shay from Game of Thrones. Have y'all seen her pre nose job when she was a porn no. star? Maybe, don't. don't. <laughs> oh, either way, um, it's bad. <clears throat> Uh, well, welcome. Sorry to hear Even that. Even poor quality, because white porn is the best porn. But it's yeah, they give the most production to the right. To the... And it's like, come on, poor quality white porn. I'm disgusted. <laughs> like use your privilege. Right. I don't like to see watch white people have sex. Oh, I do. <laughs> Pink nipples. Anyway. Chicken anyway. Cutlass. Anyway, we've got a lot of those in this fucking movie, in this fucking show, too. There's uh, an ask to go off handling business. They go into some apartment, and they leave Rue in the car, and she's just, like, waiting in the car. And she finally actually just waits. Yes. She remembers from last season. She was just like, I'm just going to sit here. And I'm, right. I'm just going to chill. Just gonna, and, um, you know, she's talking about New Year's Eve with uh, the girl. Her name is Faye. And um, Faye's just like, shit, I didn't even know it was... New Year's Eve, and she just brings out this Altoid box um, that has all her heroin in it, and just starts doing heroin. She like sticks herself like in the thigh and everything. And Jules is like, "This is hot, <laughs> even like, for me." That was also this hilarious to me because that was also some unintentional comedy, or maybe intentional because she was just like, "I know who you are. You just a fucking junky yeah, yeah. ass." Bitch. bitch. Like, Jesus, girl. <laughs> and then she is like, and she is full on shooting up heroin almost directly in her pussy. And, she, and, and Rue just, was just like, I want to, no, I don't like it. No. <laughs> she said it's just a little heroin, though. Just a little. Listeners, yeah, if you are. Heroin. If, if you're wondering why I am enunciating the word pussy, don't do it. It's because Devin Devin don't like the word like pussy. That word pussy. Thank you for that. Anyway, edit that out. So they, <laughs> so somebody sees them and they all go inside and they have to strip to make sure there are no wires or anything like that. It, Ash is the first one to like take his jacket off and everybody's like, "No, you're a child." Yo, that nigga is always ready. He's like, "Okay, no one wants to see your ass naked, you fucking twelve year old." No, like yeah, the the main dude was just like, "No, you're a child. Go in the other room and we will pat you down or something like that." Even no. the grandma said earlier in the episode, she was like, you're 10, ain't nobody gonna pat you down for drugs. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, and Rue's just like, I'm, mm, no, I'm not gonna do that. Hope y'all weren't trying to see any uh, Rue nudity, any Zendaya nudity, because in her, I guess in her claws, she's just like, I ain't, get, I ain't getting naked for shit. She got that, that, that Danny put claws. Me in a, put me in the biggest hoodie. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> I was thinking, um, I was like, are we gonna see Zendaya titties? I really was. Nope. Nope, you ain't gonna see shit. At all. Mm-hmm. So Rue ain't taking anything off, and um the main guy takes her like into the shower and like she basically just kind of flashes him and shows him that no, I'm not, you know, wearing anything. So they go back Lucky out, guy. they do business, and it's a lady that's, you know, he- the head of the 
you know, of everything. And they and ask the where Mouth teacher. is. Yeah, they ask where Mouth is, and they're just like, uh, we didn't like the way Mouse did business, so that's that. Yep. And like, okay, Mouse well, who's old right. So who's old girl talking about Rue? She's family, and she's not a drug addict. Yeah, okay, that's a lie. But anyway. Okay. Right. So, right. So they leave, and Rue's just like, bro, that was so fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> and Ash and Fez are just like, nigga, can you please just shut up? Oh no, my god. But like Rue's just like, bro, no, that was cool. Like, yo, did you not notice? Like, she was female. How many female drug dealers do you know? And like, you know, yeah, the boys were just like one, and they weren't talking about sis. The, whose house they just left? They were talking about grandmama. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I didn't even catch that. That's why they pay you the big bucks. Yeah. Jeez, that they Aww. were talking about their grandma. Yeah, it made it kind of sad, didn't? Because Damn. yeah, they were kind of like, oh, grandmama. But yeah. Anyways, let's get to this goddamn party. Y'all ready? We there. Yeah. It's rapid fire time. But before we do rapid fire time, we find out where Cassie's been because uh, Lexi and her sister Cassie were on their way to the party, apparently got in some big ass fight. And Lexi just dropped her, like just dumped her out in the middle of the road. So she goes to a convenience store, gets some powdered donuts, and she's just not happy. I knew I loved that girl. I have those very same donuts. Powdered donuts been nipping the drink. Yeah, and she just looks sad and drunk. Also, that nigga was taxing out of his ass two nineteen for a single row of powder. Yeah, donuts. it should be like a dollar seventy five. Call it at a most. Although I would anyway. pay that tax. Sorry, go ahead. You know I had to anyway. comment on the donuts. So, right. So she That's goes. Details out. you get here on edit that out. Yeah. So she goes out and sits out. Um, excuse me. She goes out and sits out like in the parking lot or whatever, and just eating her donuts, just chilling. And um, fucking Nate. This nigga. Yeah. This nigga. This I feel like nigga. that's just how we have to refer to him every this time. Nigga. Like, this nigga. This nigga pulls up and just like, uh, he gets like a case of beer and he obviously has like a like a uh, a fake idea or whatever. Orders some beer and then he sees Cassie like with a short ass dress on. All right. And so they're talking. Cassie's just like, listen, I'm focusing on myself, so please don't give me that eye. And Nate's just like, okay, all right, well, you want to go to the party? Let's go to the party. Because I obviously have my car. This is part one. Okay. I'm going to get into a little bit minor, minor, um, wild mouth Nate. Because, um, last year in the recap, I said, I said I fucked with Nate. Mm -hmm. However, my first, my first output of Nate in this, in this, um, episode was I feel like, they try to do a 180 on his character, make him a little bit more of a redneck type. Cause they cause this nigga is is opening beer bottles with his fucking teeth and spin them out. Like beer like and spin the cap out. He's Who just a toxic white toxic white alpha males. I've seen it at countless high school parties. The ones like, that you kiss? <laughs> one did kind of look like Nate. But anyways, um oh, <laughs> Edit that out. I mean, if I'm being quite honest, Nate is an incredibly good looking guy, but he's just an asshole. So it is what I it don't, is. Oh, God. Either way. <laughs> That's um, like today when I found out this chick I like is got Chewbacca below the waist and that hurt. Oh, 
That okay, edit that out. Anyways, Nate, oh, sorry. Nate and Cassie get in the car and Nate starts speeding because drinking and driving is tight. No, it's not, listeners. Don't drink and drive. Um, and Cassie spills beer on herself and then they're laughing about it and then she just starts feeling it and takes her underwear off and leans out the window and I'm thinking, is this gonna be hereditary? hereditary? Again? Is this gonna be fucking hereditary? Please hereditary. put your head in the window. What happened in hereditary? Don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. Listeners, just, mm, don't, don't say it. it. Don't say it, don't say it. Something don't happens it. to somebody while driving. Yeah, and it's it was kind of like that. Yes. Only not sexy. No, not but at anyways, all. Anyways, so, yeah. She uh, was all wet, though, so she had to take off her panties. She didn't have to, but... She didn't have to do shit. <laughs> First of all, that's your bo- that's your best friend's ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Take the ride. Fuck, I'd probably sit in the back seat, but... It's fine. Anyway, I mean, you're not a, never mind. I'm not gonna talk about Cassie because I love her. No, I I know what you were trying to say, and I'm with you. I'm with you. But anyways, I do love uh, her still. Anyways, Maddie just needs to pee. That's all she needs to do. She's looking for the bathroom. She finally finds the bathroom. It's locked because Nate and Cassie are fucking in the goddamn bathroom. Cassie, what the fuck are you doing? So are, were they like fucking or did they not get to fuck? I, I think they were having sex. It was kind of an awkward it was like an awkward position that they were it's in as far TV as like is, fucking. you know? Yeah, I mean, I just felt like she should have been like he should have had her from the behind because um he, he's like fucking six five and she's right. like so I just, feel like they just, were getting to it, but I don't and I've I've talked with this with uh the the guy that was on the show earlier. He thinks they were fucking. I was like, I don't think they were fucking. I think that, well, I think it was just TV. But they you know, know just hitting her, her getting hit from the back before. Yeah, it's, I well, mean, I mean Jamel's probably right. It's probably a, just TV fucking. It could have yeah, been either way. Either, either way, they was doing some shit they weren't supposed to be doing. They right. should not have been doing that. And Cassie should have known better. I don't care how drunk you are. I don't care how that's drunk I am. Crying. I'm not going to be. Yeah. She's just like, this, this is. This is my best friend. Well, then why the fuck do you have your legs over, all around your best friend's ex-boyfriend and your titties out? Why? It's, it's kind of like she was drinking paps before they got in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and he covers her mouth and it looks kind of um, menacing, but like, no, girl, you need to be quiet before y'all both get killed. because He's like, we ain't even got caught yet. Why are you crying? But that would be <laughs> right. weird. I will, however, say, Maddie? That is a bad chick right there, okay? I feel like she might be my favorite. She mm, might like be Maddie. my favorite because I mean, she's an awful person, Maddie, but she looked good. She, I'm gonna tell. There are several things that she does in this episode where I'm just like, girl, yes, that's a queen, <laughs> okay? That is a queen. That is who I. Oh God, I probably would have been friends with her in high school. Probably would have been. It's fine. Anyway, um. So we're going to move on to a new scene. They're trying to figure out how to fuck to get out of the bathroom. Meanwhile, 
uh, Fez is sitting next to Lexi, and this is mm. the most wholesome shit part of the uh, episode. And they're just, it's just nice. They're right. introducing each other. Hey, yeah, you're, you're Rue's friend. Yeah, you're Lexi. Well, hi, I'm Fesco. It's just nice. It's just nice <laughs> because, go ahead. I'll tell you, I, um, I want this ship. This is I the ship too. I want. This I is am on I it. I, psh, I am the captain. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, how just as a as a point of um something because as you know, listeners, we take the temperature of the audience in certain groups and everything. And I don't know if Jamel did, but I still do. Oh yeah. I've oh, seen yeah. some dialogue online about the age difference of these characters, and yeah. I'm here to say right now. I did have a question. Y'all niggas is here. Y'all niggas It's been here. like it's like okay, like Fez, I think is like twenty. In the show, oh. in, the, in the show, Fez is twenty. Um, Lexi is probably Lex is older, so she'll be probably 17. Like 17. 17. Yeah, that's three years. Um, so I'm not tripping also, off that, and that's not bad. I'm not also, tripping off Also, in real life, Mart Apatow is twenty four, and Angus Cloud is twenty seven. So, just, okay, so three you, years. So you Twitter is so these SVU SVU Twitter niggas being it's weird about twenty years about twenty year olds. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Y'all being it's fucking weirdos. It's a show. It's a show. The and crazy thing is, what about high, in high school niggas that are 18 fucking 14 year olds? Well, that's different. That's weird. <laughs> but they're in high that's... school. They You don't, you don't, you didn't know any seniors I mean, that talk to freshmen? I mean, freshmen? yeah, you're, you're, yeah, yeah, it happens, but like, you know. I had a friend that was weird. getting ran through by a senior. Um, okay, so here's okay. the thing. So we're gonna I go will ahead. decide whether or not <laughs> I'm going to keep that in. And Devin yeah. will take and Devin, you gonna take the heat for that one? Yeah. I mean, wait, what? I didn't. I wasn't fucking look. I didn't get that until <laughs> I graduated. I got made fun of it for Me this too. week. Oh, see, what Me about too. you, Juwan? Um, uh, Juwan's a hoe. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so let's continue, guys. Um, so Jules is taking shots with Cat and um. Rue sees and she just gets sad and so she goes to the car and to lie down and then she finds the Altoid box with the with the heroin. She's just like, ooh, good times. Meanwhile, Cassie is too drunk to put her clothes on, so her titties are just out. Nate comes. I, I was a fan of that, but did y'all think Rue took the the hair on? Yes, it's Rue. Yes, definitely. Oh, okay, Rue. right on. I she was, was like, already she high. Did. She was yeah. already high. She was doing. She was doing like. Uh, Coke in the back seat in the beginning of the episode. So yeah, she yeah. probably just like fuck it, let's keep the party moving. Right on. Anyway, uh, and Coke and Coke and heroin does not mix. You I know, don't know yeah. about these things. I I've never done I them. Was I, the, just, I was in the Dare program. Okay. I I never done it, but you should not mix a stimulant with a depressant. Which ones? Oh, okay. All right, y'all. I'm incredibly ignorant when it comes to drugs. Just so y'all know, listeners, don't. It's fine. Anyways, um, Maddie is still in the line banging on the door, like, get the fuck out of the bathroom. And, like, Nate's just like, I can't. And then now she's just like, did you take a shit in the bathroom? And now she's starting to laugh. <laughs> Hilarious. Because Maddie's the, Maddie is a queen, okay? So then uh, Travis comes up right behind this black dude and, you know, mm-hmm. says hi to her. And he, he's a typical party nigga. Typical Little party Meech. nigga. Right. That's Lil Meech. You did not watch BMF, Jamel. You you should definitely do that. Okay, well, Lil Meech. Mm -hmm. His name is Travis in the show. Typical party nigga. I have seen this type of nigga countless times at a party. Because I've been to, like, parties like this. Well, maybe not with the heroin and the 
Coke. Unless you it was, I didn't the, know about it. I was about to say you weren't in those rooms. You maybe in the I didn't room. know about it. Right. Maybe I didn't know about it. But anyways, um, so, so there's that. Rue goes back to the party because she, you know, she got she's she's evened out now because she's <laughs> on hair on. Maddie finally gets to go in the bathroom. Nate comes out. And she's just like, did you wash your hands? Nasty nigga. Because Maddie is a queen. <laughs> right. Travis like, I will shake your hand, but I don't want to get hepatitis. That was, right. <laughs> that was that funny. That was hilarious. So uh, Cassie is in the, in the bathtub with shower curtain drawn. She's hiding. Um, meanwhile, Fez and Nate lock eyes. And it's just like, mm, this nigga. And uh, Jules and Jules and Kat are still taking shots, and she's just like, I just want to black out. I just want to forget all of this year, bro. Let's just black out, which I don't know if that's healthy, but it's okay. Uh, Rue is going through the party, and she sees a racially ambiguous nigga uh, doing drugs, and they compare notes. He's doing, like, blow or whatever, and she's just like, well, would you like to know what I'm doing? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I later found out that this guy, his name is Elliot, but his real name um, is uh, Dominic Fike. He is an actor and he's also part of a band and he is half Negro. Okay, so he's racially ambiguous. So like, so Pete Davidson's little brother. Did they just become only only black? Only black. Listen, I kind of want. I know. I know it's going to end horribly, but I kind of want. Rue with this with this dude, but I know that's more on I that know. later. I just don't like her with jewels. That's just my thing. But anyways, um, did you see the preview? Yeah, I did. We'll get to that um, in the I, end. We, yeah, yeah, we gonna get to it. Anyways, uh, like I said, Maddie's peeing. She has no toilet paper, so she has to go find a random towel. That's nasty. She wipes and she throws the towel in the bathtub, which lands on Cassie's head. And honestly, Cassie, you deserve. You deserve, but uh. Or, so yeah, were you yes. were you more just more disturbed that it was their decorative towels, or that was that fa- just seemed like a regular ass towel. It was that a regular towel. towel. Uh, you yeah. think it was used already? Well, I don't know. I I'm was not hoping those were decorative far. tiles, because if not, ill. Yeah, that's true. Is that like so, Ray J saying that people should wear black drawers so you can't see their shit streaks? That's gross. Yeah. Just did white you not properly. hear about that? No. He's like, everybody's to wear black drawers so women can't judge you when you got a shitty day. <laughs> Is that a real thing? That's yes. Gross. I don't, ew, that's gross. Yes. That's gross. Learn how to wipe your ass. Use moist oh. towelettes, people. True. They don't, don't True. We have huggies in every uh, You can buy flushable ones, though. No, oh, don't yeah, fl- we, no, don't flush them. Do not flush them. You're missing the system. No, but they make they make flushable they make flushable wipes, not necessarily huggies, but yeah, they make flushable ones. Mm-hmm. Now, and you can add- get like a you can get like a little um, squirt bottle to put on toilet paper to make it like a wipe too. Oh really? Okay. Or, yeah. or you can get a mini bidet. I know Juwan. I have those. I, I have a bidet on every. Oh, like, I have a bidet on every toilet as well. Mm-hmm. Amen. So let me, let me ask real quick, because I feel I feel like um, that she she fully like wiped from um, from um, yeah that was back. a strong wipe that was a strong that was a strong wipe yeah like she, she wiped her whole 
pussy. You no, don't need it. to do like I'm telling you right now, as the resident female on this podcast, you ain't need to wipe that hard. Just just let you know. What if it was a big urine? Mm, well, well, nah. Maybe, maybe, could have been, maybe that's a splashback. Okay. Anyway, where were where were we? Oh gosh. <laughs> well, she gets ready to leave the bathroom, and Travis just like, hey, you want to smoke? I got weed. And they so they go back in the bathroom. But I will say Maddie is just like, I don't smoke random people's weed because she is a queen. Mm. Listen, I love her. I was surprised when she said that. I wasn't. Matt, listen, Maddie, listen, Maddie was in a toxic relationship last year. She is working on herself and she is a bad chick. OK, I love her. She's a queen. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm-hmm. Rue starts getting really high with uh, racially ambiguous Elliot and she's just like, listen, I'm gonna need you to pull my pull my phone out and check my pulse because I might be going into cardiac arrest. So right. he gets her Adderall, and we'll come back to that in a second because we're going fast and furious, niggas. Um, Jules starts asking where Rue is, and Rue is in another multiverse. Okay. There's my heart. <laughs> Hello, heart. Thought I lost you. <laughs> I'm not sure it's a good thing we met. What are you talking about? You're my new favorite person. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Ooh, I thought I was gonna die for a second there. Could <laughs> you imagine? She's fucking dead. Like, <laughs> Elliot is just like, I did not ask for all of this. I'm so nervous because I was not trying to die and I wasn't trying to have anybody else die. But please be okay. Meanwhile, Lexi and Fez are having the cutest conversation and it's also about life and God. Lexi's an atheist. Uh, Fez is not. <laughs> Just like, you believe in God? Hell yeah! Back to grandma logic. You don't mm-hmm. go to McDonald's. Okay. Listen, right. I love right. listen. I think it was great. He's like, how the fuck do you know all this? I, I read. I read. And, and that was uh, when he said you don't blame McDonald's for, sell, for uh, selling the burgers. You blame the person that's, gonna, that's eating it. And that was something that his grandmother did yep. in part on him. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to get back to her. Uh, She's like, well, I wouldn't let him in uh, heaven either. He's like, dang, that's a good point. I'll yeah, get back to you yeah, on that. They just have, they're having a very nice conversation. And I'm here to say, well, I'll, I'll, I'll save it. But like a lot of, like, um, I'll save it. Anyways, Kat wants to be better buzz with Jules, and it's kind of weird. Like, I don't know. Did y'all feel like that was needy? Because it kind of seemed needy to me. It's probably foreshadowing something coming up. Yeah, but I do want, it, they're bringing something up. So here goes problematic Jawan, because as go. you know, Laz um, in the... I don't know if I was like this in the preview, but um, last season, Kat was wilding the fuck out. Oh, you know? boy. Um wilding the fuck out and I definitely did not like the finale of last week when she wore that fucking um, corset that corset um, to the uh, prom and her mom didn't say shit about it like you don't look ridiculous at all so I'm glad that Kat is dressed appropriately uh, for a change and I'm glad that she and Tyler are in an actual relationship are you um, size? She don't want to be in that relationship. No, I didn't say anything about her size. I'm just glad she's dressed appropriately. She was, you know, she was out here, um, 
wilding with the corsets and you know and the wild outfits. I don't. Uh, I mean, it made her feel sexy, I guess. No, we we she's also in high school. Yeah, she's also in high school, but the jury's still out because you know is she still in the in the um, racial chat room showing feet? You know who knows, but we'll we'll see. You know. Mm-hmm. Either way, Lexi is still trying to look for Cassie because remember they're sisters, so she keeps calling, and Cassie's phone rings in the tub, and they hear it. So <laughs> Travis opens the shower curtain and just like it's some drunk white woman in the shower. Look at this, and Maddie, who is a queen, is just like, I don't give a fuck about that. Let's go dance. Which was kind of strange though. It was kind of strange because like Nathan was just in there. So, and she doesn't want to see who is the drunk girl in the uh, tub. Well, well she probably figured he was taking a shit and didn't look in the bathtub, you know? Oh, that's true. You know, so. Also, y'all weren't tense this whole time? Oh, definitely. Absolutely. I was like, nigga. My heart was boom, 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 boom. They had me. Like, this whole episode really I took you on a ride. I me too. Right then and there. But, uh, so, yeah, they leave and they go dance. And Cass is like, who the fuck is that? And, like, Max is just like, I don't know, but he cute, so let's go. Me. Anyways. <laughs> um, McKay finally comes in. Why are you still going to high school parties? But anyways, um, and, well, then again, looking at the high school party, yeah, I'd probably go too. I mean, he's um, only a freshman, though. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. It's I probably- not like those creepy niggas that go to teen night. That have already yeah, he's like, probably with like 19 or something like that. At so. the most. Yeah. All right. So he said. And his girl's there. Or ex-girl. Well, ex girl. Yeah, yeah. Cassie? Who he wanted to talk to. Yeah. And Nate, uh, we find out that Nate wants to try and get back. Well, they both want to get back with their exes. Nate wants to get back with Maddie. And McKay wants to get back with um, Cassie. Which, anyway. So. I mean, didn't anyway. you want to get back with them titties? More, more on that later. Yes. So Cassie starts to raise up, but some other nigga, some other white guy comes in the bathroom. More dick, because he has to take a whole ass dump at a high school party house, a house party. Ew. He's just like, you're really high, but I really got to take a shit. So there's that. <laughs> She's just like, I, I'm out. I gotta go. That's a hell of a situation to be in, though. If she fine, I might. It might have went back up in me. <laughs> I'm serious. But, I mean, but. Um, she wasn't trying to do all that, so there's that. I mean, never mind. I ain't gonna cast any aspersions on uh. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> See, I love Finally her. Finally leaves the bathroom, and um, McKay's just like, hey, can I go talk to you? <laughs> can I talk to you real quick, please? So they go off and they talk. Lexi is about to fall in love with Fez because when she finally sees, you know, because she'd been looking for Cassie this whole time, finds her, goes back and sits down next to Fez, and Fez's just like, where you been? I missed you. And Lexi, who is absolutely not used to this type of attention because all of this attention normally goes on to Cassie, and is just titties. like, no, no, you didn't mess me. And she's just like, why you keep, you know, de- devaluing yourself, dog? You're awesome. You're like the coolest person to this party. And it's the cutest thing ever. Game, nigga. So, so this right. is game, okay? This this has worked on me because, like, in my high school days, I have the white boys. I've dated, no, I've dated a drug dealer. A time or two. I'm. I'm. The not street pharmacist, Jamel. I have, yeah. Right on. Yeah, and they are so nice. This oh, is. Right. This was. This was incredibly accurate. Like they. They treat you respectfully because they. They don't need to do all that extra shit. 
because right. they got enough people to. Yeah, it's just like, listen, if I'm trying to find a lady, I'm just going to be nice to this lady, okay? Listen, listen, okay? There's some nice drug dealers out there, okay? Fez is one of them. And Fez is one of them. Yes, he is. Mm -hmm. So anyways, McKay... He wasn't trying to fuck or nothing. That's wild. No, he was just trying to be nice. I would have. Yeah. Because you're a creep. But anyway. What? Me and Cassie have the... McKay and Cassie go into some other bedroom... And they have the why did we break up talk. And basically, she's just like, I don't think I'm a good person. And McKay looks like he's about to cry. And he's just like, all right, you ain't got to say nothing else to me. Now, question. Do y'all think he figured it out? What do you think? Why do you think his voice started breaking? Figured out that uh, she was doing something on the low? What do you think? I don't think I don't think so, because McKay, no? McKay is naive. McKay has always been naive when it comes to Cassie. And he's... He's um had the evidence of what she has done either with other guys or maybe even behind his back, and he's kind of like just pushed it to the side. Well, right. it wasn't ever behind his Are back. We talking about like with... he knew about what Cassie used to do before he was with her, right. and he was just like, I don't care because. But she know, was fucking with didn't... Daniel. They didn't fuck. But she didn't but she... know that. She didn't know that. He he didn't know that. McKay didn't know that. Okay. Because McKay was in school. I mean, he was in college, so he had no idea. Mm. That's why. Yeah, I also, who the fuck like, is? Oh, that's that nigga. I forgot. Forgot about. Daniel him. is on um, Cat's ex-boyfriend from yeah from elementary school. Yeah, but like. Wait, um, that's the same nigga that yeah. went around with her that was like, "You're a whore." Yes. 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 I did not like, put that together. That was sweet yeah. to Cat and broke up with her through because of the other chick. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. he broke up with her because she got she got big. That, yeah, and the yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. My mind is blown. Also, I just yep. thought I thought he thought that uh not that it was Nate, but that she fucked somebody. I thought mm-hmm. that like what happened, like I like she said, I don't think I need to be anybody's girlfriend. I'm not a good person. And he just kinda looked like, Oh, you be fucking niggas. Yeah, um, that's how I took that's it. how I took it. Like, oh yeah. you, you 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 were cheating on me. Oh, okay. That's how I took I- it. I don't know. I I didn't take it that way, but you you uh could possibly be right. I'm I'm just wasn't you know keen on him crying over that white girl, so I was just kind of like checked out. Well, to be fair, he she does need a man with sensitivity, <laughs> which I did not know that that was Ralph At- Tresvant. Yeah, that's Ralph. Nigga, what the fuck do you be? At? My homeboy was like, look, it's Ralph T. I'm like, Tresvant. I'm like, holy shit, that is him. Wait, you watched the new, wasn't you watched the new, wasn't that in the new edition movie or even in the, in the interviews? What interviews? Of, about when they did the new edition movie. I felt like, I felt we like. We covered them. Yeah, we covered them. We I did, like but was, I didn't, I didn't put it together. I feel until like that was I, in until he said it. I did not put it together. Like, well, I anyway. was like, holy shit. That is you, Ralph Tresvant. Yeah. Well, either way, Jules finally finds Rue and goes up to her and just like, hey, Rue, uh, can we uh, chat I'm sorry, a little bit? Before you go, can we yes. talk about the uh, the Jules and Fez scene where he was like, hey, aren't you Jules? Oh, he called her Jules. Oh, uh, yeah, Jules, yeah. Jules. Like, Jules. She's like, Jules. I know Jules. Yeah, I know, I know you, Jules. Jules. Oh, my name is Jules. I was like, no, I know your name is Jules. <laughs> All right. I fucking <laughs> love that. So nice. Look, God great damn. Okay? I know who you are. Right. Yeah, Jewel. Uh, right. you put the S on. I don't have to. Right. <laughs> we know. Oh, so that anyway, was fantastic. Sorry, go ahead. Nate 
uh, like McKay comes out and he's kind of sad or whatever, and he's and Nate comes up and like, yo, did you fuck her? Like, whoa! Like, and McKay looks around like, what? Oh, it's you. Yo, yo, you fuck her? Oh man, we're just having a conversation. Trying to tell me you took her in that room and you didn't dick her down? Nah, I didn't. I don't believe you. Come on, tell me the truth. That's the truth. I took her in the room, had a conversation. That was it. Are you trying to tell me that you didn't miss those titties? <laughs> Come on, bro. I knew it. I knew it. You dirty motherfucker. You dirty motherfucker. You wear a condom? Come on, bitch. Oh, you wear a condom? You dirty motherfucker. Chill. You dirty motherfucker. Yo, where'd you come? Where'd you? Where'd you come? Chill. Come in her mouth? Bro, chill. Yo, you come in her belly? Yo, you come in her cotton? What's wrong with you, bro? You come in her cotton? What's up, bro? Chill. Shit. All right. Happy New Year's, motherfucker. Happy New Year. And then he gets real graphic and all up in his face, like, oh, where did you come? Did you use a condom? You didn't. I know you fucked her. You did. You did, didn't you? Because he was just like, no, we just talked. We had okay. a conversation and I left. And then Nate just keeps pushing, like, oh, you know, you mean you mean tell me you didn't miss those titties? And you didn't and then like McKay starts doing this thing where he's just kind of laughs, like, ah, oh, well, man. He's like, Yeah, I knew it, I knew it. And did you do this? Did you do that? Did you do this? Did you do that? And it was real gross. And like McKay was just like, Can you niggas chill? Stop. So I got a question about this. Go ahead. Okay. So there's a point where like when your homeboys comes from with a chick, you'd be like, did you fuck? What did you did you get out when you get out of the car? Tell me all the details. I want to hear all the nasty shit. But or was this just him being kind of like his gay. closet gayness showness showing? Uh-huh. And like, did your dick follow mine or some type of shit like that where he wanted? That's why he wanted the details because that's where I think it was going. I think I think he kind of wanted to be Cassie a little bit. Right. Yeah. That's what I was <laughs> thinking. I'm like, this nigga might want him some McKay dick. I okay. think so. This leads me into into my um why I am totally off of Nathan. Fuck Nathan. Thank you, mm-hmm. you. Fuck Nathan. about time. Like I said, I was cool with him last season. You know, I understood where he was coming from in some ways, except for the abuse. Um, but and ruining people's lives and making them go to jail for a crime they didn't commit. What I felt like Tyler. He, yeah. Right. We got we got to find out what happened to Tyler. But he's I in felt, jail. I felt like Nathan was a victim last season, but fuck this nigga now, cause it was just uncomfortable to the point where when he kept saying motherfucker, it was sounding like nigga to me. Mm. It, it was it, and he reminds me of all of those two want to be cool and down white boys that just get in your face. That I went to and get to high school with, and they want to get down with the link, the lingo, like, all right, all right, bro. You know, he, mm-hmm. and it's just like, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. It just, it, it just kind of like, it went on a little bit too long where it just sounded like he want to say nigga. That's one thing. And it, like you said, Jamel, the conversation about Cassie was just gross and disturbing. Yeah. I don't, I don't even think that he, that, I don't even think at that particular point, in the episode that he was even drunk. He had a few couple of beers, but I don't think that he was actually drunk. So that just was all him. And 
That's because he, he's a horror. Like I said, his gayness was showing. Like he he was he let it slip a little bit. Like I was watching episode. That nigga was smelling his neck. Okay. <laughs> Episode two, and it was like uh, when he's in the locker room with all the dudes and their dicks flying around, and he's like, sometimes so he forgets. He tries, yeah, and he like slips in and catches catches some dick. I think that's what he was like. He slipped. Oh shit. Yeah, he always talks about like, my these days how people like are always naked in the locker room. Like, and I've obviously never been into a boys' locker room, but if they do that, I'm pretty sure like nobody's no, they don't. worried about. No, no they, they don't. don't. <laughs> oh well, never mind. It, it, it just felt like it was like a codependent cuckold shit that he had going on with McKay. Mm-hmm. And also considering the intentional or unintentional racial dynamics at play. Um, but it was just like the obsession with the, the obsession with the thought that McKay was fucking Cassie and where he to the point that he was trying to find out where he came. Was it in her, on her, in her mouth? It was just creepy. It is, and it, it just brings gross. And it's it's just constantly bearing in mind how how his father Cal has intentionally and unintentionally psychologically fucked him up. Oh, where I you know, I disagree with that. I don't think the dad did that to him. I think I definitely think the Cal you know has he's she's molded Nate into um basically into a little a mini him you know and he, that's because but he doesn't stuff. know that he watched his porn though. He doesn't know that. That's why I say that part was unintentional. But Nate, but speaking it's still, of which, Maddie still has that CD, that that DVD. Oh that yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah. All right, but, I forgot about the DVD, but that's unintentional. But still, it still fucked him up because he yeah. had access to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the other brothers, well, we don't know. We don't. They don't talk about him. He's just a fuck up. But yeah. I don't know. I feel like I can't blame at least that part because I mean, he even well, he thinks he's guilty of it. Just from when he was talking to the the prostitute that one time at the hotel. But, mm. like, I can't blame him for stuff that he's hiding and the child finding. Like, yeah, that's true. If you have that... your gun in a lockbox and your child uses it, are you responsible? Yes, yes, yeah. yes you are. Yes, yeah. you are. Mm. Uh, at some point, yeah. the kids got to take responsibility for mm-hmm. what they did. No. The, if you have well, a responsibility you said, put away. You said the word right there, kid. There's well, still consequences for all your actions. Well, like just because your kid doesn't, go ahead. Real life analog. You have the um this the school the recent school shooting where the parents thought that they locked the gun. The kid had access to the gun, and he went and shot the school. And they're texting him about, hey, don't like don't do it. Not don't and don't do it wasn't don't do it. Shoot the school. Don't do it means don't kill yourself. So they were complicit. They were complicit because they did not. They did not see the warning signs or do anything to you know for their son, and he shot to fucking kill you know several people at that school. So yes, I do think that hiding something, you know, if you're you're a grown person, Cal is a grown man, he can do what he he can do what he wants to do. If he wants to, ha- if he's you know having this closeted lifestyle, or if he have, or I wouldn't even say closeted. If he wants to sleep with uh trans with uh, trans women, that's his business. You know, that's between him. His and his wife, you know, who he has the answer to, but he's hiding this side of himself. And Nate is a by and Nate by finding DVDs and being fucked up and threatening Jules is a byproduct of that. You know, I get that, but at, at the end of the day, you got to choose at some point where you can't blame your parents for everything. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I don't know. I just I can't blame. I can blame him for. A lot of things, I guess, like the condoning him 
for like, did you do it type of stuff? You know, he did something mm-hmm. like type of yeah. stuff like that's bad parenting. But I don't know. I think I think he tries to be a good father and he's just ashamed and that's sad about what he truly is. So I wouldn't blame that on him. I think I just think Nate's that nigga is a horrible nigga. I, oh, I agree with you now. Yeah, yeah Nate is trash, but that that's that is quite evident. So, uh, moving on, Jules is starting to talk to Rue. Um, Elliot, the racially ambiguous nigga, you know, he goes off to get a drink, and Jew and Rue is real short with her, real short with her. She was like, "I ain't got time for you." I'm over this shit. How you doing? I'm good. When did you relapse? Just fucking weed, Jules. Like, when did you relapse? You want me to be honest? Yeah. left i'm over it and so jules just like so when did you relapse and rules just like it's just weed nigga even though (laughs) i did like 50 different drugs before you got here and you can probably tell (laughs) but it's cool and jules just like okay so what i said was when did you relapse and uh rules just like you ain't gonna know the answer to that because it's the night you left Mm -hmm. i feel like there was a bitch on the end of that well, it, that is kind of a te- that is kind of a callback as well to the um to that movie to the um, Jules uh, movie special yeah. um because She's her new I addiction. yes and I do believe and I think in the therapy session um with that Jules was in she did mention something about having about either feeling guilty or not wanting to be responsible for someone's sobriety which is fair I understand so, that yeah so I guess maybe that was Jules's worst nightmare. You know, coming yeah. to life, um, yeah. but they managed to even they managed to get past it. But you know, still. Yeah. Either way, Fez tells Lexi that she is the greatest human on earth, and she's like, "Can I please have your number?" Yo, I got a cut soon, but I just want to tell you that talking to you was one of the best parts of my whole year. Yeah, right. Why are you always doing that shit? What? I don't know, like doubting yourself and shit. Oh, I don't know. Do I do that? Kinda. Yo, can I like get your phone number or something? Yeah. I'm here. See you soon, Lexi. Have a good night. You too. And Lexi's just like, wait, me? Okay, but wait, me? Okay, all right. Here it is. So, um, you want my my pager number, my cell phone number, my beeper number? I'll give you all my information. Right, my email, my mother's social security. You can't reach me. You can reach me on my sister's phone. Listen, it's cool. Juwan, I'm going to send the authorities over to your house. I'm sending the authorities over to your house. If you pop another one of those 
wife what? beating beers. Oh no. <laughs> Anywho, um, so he's just like, yeah, it was really nice to meet you. I hope I get to see you again. Like he, everything he said, I was just like, this is wonderful. Jamel was having flashbacks. Like, I did have fun. That was like DeAndre. <laughs> Tony. Oh, it was Tony. That's funny on so many levels. His name was Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, he never gave me a favorite drug. Let me put it like I told you, I don't do drugs at all. Yeah. Yes, his name was Tony. Uh, they call him Pretty Tony. He was pretty. Yeah, I'm that bad. You're like I took him from this girl named Peaches, but it's oh, we take Peaches, <laughs> right on. I, listen, I, there's a reason why I like Maddie so much. Okay. You are out. Uh, oh my god. I was, I was, I. Yeah, fine. Anyways, um, we all have a past. We all have a listen. I was used to be a different type of Christian back then. Mhm, mhm. So at, right after he gets his. He gets Lexi's phone number and he's just really nice about it. You know, he says thank you. Okay, I gotta go. He calls Ash and just like, hey, go ahead and warm up the car. I'll be out soon. And Ash books it and tells Rue, "It's like Rue, if you want to come on, now's the time. Come on." And then as soon as he after after he makes that phone call, he goes into scary white boy mode. Mm-hmm. And um. Then, uh, so the ball's starting to drop, like they're doing the countdown and stuff like that. And uh, Rue goes to find Jules. She apologizes for being it, for being mean. And, and long story short, they get back together and they kiss when you know the countdown's over. Um, question: Do y'all like it? Uh, yes, no. Hell no. Fuck, fuck no. I don't like that shit. I don't like it either. Much, I don't like it either. Again, I don't. Again, I don't like the black person crying over the white girl. You know, that's just that's mm. just me. I don't like that. Uh, and mm. and I think that while I, looking at and Devin, you didn't watch the jewels the jewel special, but knowing the shit that she was going through was not just about Rue. It was also it tied up. It was also tied up in you know feeling alienated in this town. Also uh, being having basically been disowned by her by her mother, who also who had also had the. Di- Yep, there it is. Yeah. So, mm. but it was just that you are you didn't you did this at the expense of this emotionally fragile person that you took that you know not necessarily depended on you to help them to be responsible for their sobriety, but you were getting involved in a relationship with this person, and as soon and right when you decided to excuse me to be in that relationship, you go you go off and cheat on her. Uh-huh. That's no. a that's a that's a big reason why I don't like Jules. You know, so that so that's that part. Uh, and that's that's why I don't like Jules. I, I you know, I I'm not gonna invalidate Jules' humanity, but she's fucking trash. And it's were, like this. were they together? You don't have though? to invalidate, invalidate, invalidate. You know her how humanity. some people are. You know how some people uh, yeah, are. Yeah, no, listen, so, trash is trash. So Jules, you know, is a trash. And person. she was it's talking like, about Rue. Yes. Oh, took to the girl she cheated with. Yes, so she was talking about her. So it's gonna take. It's she basically I was done with her. I was, she done, did not I was cheat. done with her. She did cheat. She fucked. She fucked the girl. No, no. Strand asked uh, Rue in the episode, "Were y'all together?" They were not together. Oh, because they never really said it. They, they didn't, were. They didn't make it official. Yeah, I guess. Okay, you then. Say, 
He did, she, she did not cheat on her. But, but now, but, but now it's official when the ball. Now dropped, they're together. Official. But it does matter how Rue took it, and Rue took it as though that she cheated on her. And mm-hmm. even though maybe that she technically did not, maybe that's how Rue took it. But I feel like Rue has forgiven her. It is going to take a lot more for me to forgive Jules mm-hmm. for what she did in those last in those last few. Oh, episodes. I'm gonna be on her ass. This whole season, if she fucks up or if she, um, I mean, hurts Jules is trash. Me, I'm gonna be pissed because of the whole Tyler situation. But I can't bl- like her fucking that person. Was it two, three? Did she can fuck two or three people. How many people is she fucking? I think it was just that one girl. I, think oh, it was just I thought it was like an orgy or something. Yeah, no, and then oh no, that was like she was high. Oh, and she, and she was seeing other things. No, got she, it. She, was, she only fucked that one girl. Okay. Anywho. Uh, um, says, also, I don't like their uh, relationship either. Yeah, I don't like him. I just don't, don't like it. Anyways, uh, Fez pulls off his sweater, his nice, respectable sweater, and he's in scary white boy mode. Uh, everybody, they could get nervous. And so he's just moving through the party. He's nice, though. He says, excuse me. And um, he goes right up to Nate, grabs a bottle, and they talk, and Nate's just like, uh, didn't you say you were gonna kill me next time you saw me? He was just like, it's the new year, Playboy. We good, we good. So they toast and. What's up, man? You having a good time? <laughs> yeah. You make any New Year's resolution? No. You? A few. The last time we talked, didn't you say you wanted to kill me? Yeah, well. Your new year, Playboy. Fez whoops that nigga's ass. I feel like I had an orgasm. It was the greatest <laughs> thing ever, okay? Yo, he beat the brakes off of this nigga so bad that, like, Cassie and Maddie came up, and he was just like, Mm-mm, I don't have time for you right now. McKay started fighting the air. I don't know who, who was. <laughs> that was so freaking funny. That was like, because, like, McKay, McKay, worst wingman ever, comes and like, it doesn't even really was throwing haymakers to air. <laughs> he like he was. I don't know what the fuck McKay was doing. When I tell you what, to... I bet you he was trying to say like, listen, if anybody else saw, I threw some punches, but <laughs> he was still probably thinking about the shit that uh. Nate right, did. right. I got a whole... just like listen. I got to save face. <laughs> I'm saving face. If anybody oh asks, if anybody asks, I I was throwing punches, but they just weren't landing. Jamel, could you please uh take it from the top? And repeat how he beat his ass again. That that was good for me. He whooped that white boy's ass. Listen, my nipples were hard. My my hair was standing on end. Okay, I did you need a cigarette like I did? I think this shit made me high. (laughs) Okay, that was the heroin that I needed. That was the coke right there that I needed. Okay. Oh my god. Injected into my veins, okay? A thousand percent. Glorious. So the best part about it too was the fact that uh, as as he's getting ready for it, and Lexi's like something's about to happen, and her face (laughs) Mm -hmm. goes from oh oh oh. I was like that was was me too. She she peeped it. She was just like, wait, he's so nice. Why is he going into? Oh, that's scary. (laughs) Wipe up. Oh oh oh. 
Oh, <laughs> but she didn't say shit though. It was fantastic. Oh my god, man! And then and the, so the way they dragged that nigga out. Yeah, yes, they had a, they can't carry that nigga out. Of <laughs> oh my god, listen! It was like an I, Acme cartoon. I might have an I might have another orgasm. Okay. Oh that my god. Okay. Uh, oh, the, that was so cathartic. The and road then, runner. It's so trash. Yes. It was kind of like how um. Joffrey was super trash right before he died. Right, right. That's kind of yeah. how, I mean, obviously. Oh my God, that is like Joffrey dying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think, we don't know if he, he died, but, well. No, he's not dead. No, he's but, not dead. Yeah, he's not dead. He's yeah, not dead. but. Like, that, is, that was that gratifying. Gonna need some, that nigga's going to need some PT, okay? I so, mean, he did uh, detach Tyler. What's his name? Tyler? What's the, what's the dude's name that he fucked over? Tyler. Tyler. Yeah, his yeah. eye. No. He needed that ass whipping, okay? That ass, ass whipping had that ass whipping was coming for him like a heat seeker, okay? What was more gratifying? Now you got me thinking that Ramsey, Joffrey, him getting this ass whooping. What was I don't know any. I'm gonna have, have to anymore. think about that. Can That's we make that a poll? Can we make yeah, that a poll? That is a great. I'm making a poll. That yeah, is a great one. I, I need some time to think about that. I really don't know. Oof. So anyway, is there anybody else that we put up there? Um. Uh, did what about did Bruce Bolton get it? I remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it was well, well Ramsey. Ramsey, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay, I think about it. So they carry that nigga out, um, and they pan <laughs> over to Jules, who is looking like, oh my god, and Rue is just like, damn. damn. Right. <laughs> that's all she said. She's like, damn. And that was perfect. I was like, and, that, uh, and that's how they ended the episode. And mwah. I'll be here for every season. I'll be here for every episode. Okay. Thank you. Oh uh, my God. That was just that was a cherry on top. Like I said, it was it missed it didn't have the intensity of it, but this totally made up for right. it. I, all of it. And I told y'all this is what I was that was what I was spoiled on. Oh really? The, the ass whooping. Oh, but the crazy that. part, I know, but it was so late in the episode. I'm like. Was this happening later in the episode? Oh, yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's not going to happen this episode. So I was like, oh, it did. Let's go. I was <laughs> like, yes. Yep, yep, yep. Beautiful. So that's the episode, y'all. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, Juwan, do we have any feedback? Yes, we do have uh, uh, some feedback. Before we get into feedback real quick, I want to just make a little production, uh, say a little production note uh, about the episode itself. And I don't know if they'll carry this on through the rest of the series, but one thing I found that was cool about it was um, they had Barry, uh, Sam Levinson had Kodak, um, the camera, the, uh, the camera and film company, recreate a particular film stock to film this episode on. Yeah. And you can, yes, yeah, like you said, you could tell because it had a different style. It wasn't digital. It was totally filmed. It had that graininess, like an old mm-hmm. 70s, like a 70s movie, which kind of oh, led, yeah. which really like led to the. All, all those flashes. And they're walking they through the park. to all these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really right now. Yeah. So it really led to the atmosphere of the episode, the party, and the frenetic nature of, uh, you know, of it because it was just, it was just so kind of like classic looking. So just wanted to bring it up. I thought it was pretty cool that they were able to um, get yeah. Kodak to do that. Um. So yeah, we do have uh one email, uh, and I get to the poll question as well. So um, the email comes from um, Jess. Hi, Jess. Hey, boo. Wait, is this my Jess? 
This is your jazz. This is your... Oh, hey, boo. <laughs> so, so I love you. So Jess says, hey, niggas. Hi, niggas. Okay, so hey everyone and happy new year. I hope all of you have a prosperous COVID-free 2022. I told Devin um, this a while ago, but I'm really happy and proud of y'all for stepping out on y'all talents with this pod. Congratulations. Thank you very, Thank very much. Thank you. Going our masters. Right, we love you, boo. Yeah. So Devin also asked me weeks ago for feedback, and I never mm. remember the date that y'all are recording, so I miss providing it. Um, listeners, we... Well, today we were recording Tuesday because of um because uh, I had to watch Secession. That's what. Oh, right, 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 right. That's right, the right. reason yeah. why we're recording uh, on Tuesday. But normally we record on Mondays mm-hmm. at 7:30 p.m. Central Time. So episodes come out on Sundays. We will record the following Monday night. So she continues on. So if it's okay, I just have a tiny bit of feedback for the Insecure finale. I have a lot of opinions about Lawrence. I realized at the very end of episode four that they were in game. But I will just say this. I know that many people were saying that Issa didn't choose herself in the end as they predicted and instead chose Lawrence. But I beg to differ. Being alone isn't the only option when you choose yourself. This season was all about Issa standing ten toes down in her choices and challenging herself not to settle on what she truly wanted. Not on some girl boss shit, but on a lost millennial um, tip. In the very first episode, she was at that shitty TED talk asking if she was still on the right path unsure if she was making the right choices in life, career, and love. She said, maybe I'll wake up tomorrow and realize I wasted all my time and that's and that's time I can't really get back. In choosing to work with Sean again, she chooses her integrity. In choosing to be with Lawrence, she chooses not to, she chose not to force herself to be in love with a nigga she knew she didn't want to be with. He, excuse, he does walk funny. Is that ableist? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I that's love not ableist. you. That is that. No, that's not ableist. That's just how that nigga walks, and it's funny. He heavy footed as a motherfucker. That's <laughs> not, that that has nothing to do with like uh like like an injury or anything like that. No, no, he just funny. funny. Yeah. Or is he trying to show us his dick is too big <laughs> that he can't wipe his ass? Uh, that he yeah. got that he got big now chips. <laughs> <laughs> Come Jamel, on, Jamel is the authority on big dicks. Jamel, go ahead. <laughs> Come on, I girl. I don't know. Ultimately, Issa choosing the life she wanted to live was her choosing herself. Issa chose Issa. Um, thank you for that. I see she has still has some more about euphoria, but that was um those are very very excellent, well thought, well points. Um, a lot That's of people, my boo. A lot of people. Um, said that uh, were saying that Issa should have chose herself. She shouldn't chose to be with Lauren. She shouldn't chose to be with Nathan either. That she should have chose herself. But uh, yeah, that is definitely a good point uh, that you do make, uh, Giselle, about that because um, with, because yeah, you don't have to be single in order to choose yourself. You can choose and your that, own life. Like, year that she had, she was choosing herself like. A good amount, like yeah. And she like in finding herself, she found out that she wanted to be with Lawrence. Right, and that's okay. And I think that I think that people still kind of gave had Lawrence hate based off first season his his acts in the first season. But you know, you know, 
she wanted to have a life with this man and they were in and they were in game. So yeah, I felt so so definitely. Thank you for that. Um and listeners like like uh, Jess did, if you have anything that you still want to say about anything that we have done, you can leave feedback for anything at any time. We will read it. So so uh so she continues on about Euphoria. Says anyway, Euphoria is back with double the dicks. So uh-huh. think, two things. Save Jules from Rue. Whoa. We believe I, okay, I'll get through. Lord, this is about to get toxic as fuck, especially after seeing Jules' special with her blaming herself for Rue's for Rule's possible future relapse. I don't know if she was blaming herself, Giselle, because um, she had um, I think she she had a nightmare, and she did not want to be responsible for Jules' sobriety. Is what I t- was what I thought she said. But um, but yeah, but I don't think that um, I don't know if there's um, if there's I think they both have a codependent toxic relationship. I should say, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so you know, because Jules has, you know, her own. We these this every kid in the show has issues, and Jules definitely mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. saw that special has her own issues. Um, and we and we never we didn't even talk about the whole Nate thing between her between her and Jules. And that was brought up in that special as well. So I don't know if they're gonna play that out again, but we will. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Do you think she still has feelings for him? Mm, I think they're still connected in a way, but I don't know yeah. about feelings. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, they still have to wrap up that particular storyline or still go back to that well. So we will see what happens with that. But it was a, it was really interesting though where it was going. Mm-hmm. So she continues on. When Nate got his teeth punched in, I had a great time. So mm-hmm. Jamil. Listen, yes. And with all all the teenage movies with big house parties, where the fuck are the parents? You know what? That's a good point. Not caring? I've been to parties like that in high school. They just out, you know. They out. They out out of town. Yeah, they got to be out of town. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always wondered the logistics, the logistics of these things. But I was a square who rarely, who rarely went anywhere in high school, so I don't know how this shit works. Do y'all have but, parties in in Bama like that, or are they just lynchings? Nigga, we yeah. <laughs> they got <laughs> bonfires. Fucking, right, right, right. <laughs> the bonfires. Uh, the right. I don't think I ever been to a bonfire. They had bonfires when I went bonfires in the high, cross, right? In, yeah, and I never went to. One, I, <laughs> I just got I went to a white I'm house. glad you didn't go. You're still here went. with us. I'm glad. So, looking forward to the season. Kinda, I'm scared. We all are. You know, anything can happen in this. Yeah, I'm very scared. We we thought hereditary was gonna happen in the first <laughs> in the first scene. For, uh-huh. Also, uh, Jamel, do y'all have bonfires in uh, right, wherever oh, you live I've at? In the DC area. I didn't want. I didn't know. So I didn't know if we had said it on the pod, so I didn't want to put yeah, you out there. Yeah, no, no, it's mm. fine. DC. I, I have never been to one. We we. I've really? Been to house parties kind of. Nah. I've been to house parties kind of like that. I've been the one at the beach. I've been the one in the boonies. Nope, never mm. been to a bonfire. Wow. No. So she says, that's all I got. Gotta go. Bye, niggas. Love Jess. Bye. Um, Love P. you. P.S. Thank you. Thank- Wait a P.S. Thank God for Jamel on this show to rein Devin in. Got you know, that's the, <laughs> it's that, a job. Jamel, it's we, a I'm task. A, we gotta have a talk, because that's the second woman oh. that you've taken from me this week. Oh, you already took Bay when I'm getting a live commentary of her saying how much she loves you, and now oh, you got Jess too. That's why. Oh, that's, hey that's why. I, 
That's why I don't mess with black women. You see what they mm -hmm. do? They they always side with black girl magic, and I get excluded from these groups. Well, keep wait, wait, wait a minute. She also says she was missed last week, but Mo did an amazing job filling in. So shout out to the women. Amen. Mm -hmm. It's just we like gotta, black girl magic all over again. All right, and we're gonna have Moji back uh, as a foursome when we uh because she watches Euphoria as well. And um Jess also says PPS, I too like Molly's haircut. Y'all some haters, bye for real. Who is y'all? That was this nigga right here, Devin. I I will totally take the bullet for that because it was the sharpest of ugliest fades I have ever seen in my life. Mm, 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 yeah. mm. I stand by that. Also, my <laughs> boo, uh, what was your friend's name that uh, hasn't responded to my DMs yet? What's your friend's name? The that one we had on the show? show? Yeah. Oh, Mina? Yeah, right, right, right. She agreed with me. Oh, okay. well, yeah, no, she did. She did. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Respond to my, my DMs. <laughs> so I put a poll up. Uh, I put a poll up on Spotify. I don't um, agree with those answers. I don't agree with them either. But we had like kind of a, a, a we had a split back. So uh, basically, the you, the poll question was, who is your favorite character? Um, Rue, Nate, Maddie, Cassie, and Wildcard. I don't like any of these niggas. I all got fourteen percent, which leaves Jules as the as the listeners. Favorite character. Yeah, y'all really? gonna hate us. Y'all gonna hate us. How? I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I don't it. I, she is not great. I just don't like her. Clearly, the answer is Cassie. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Maddie. And maybe you know what? I'll probably do the same poll at the end of the um at the end of the season, and we'll see how it pans out. Because like yeah. I said, Jules. As a character, Jules as a character has to basically, you know, make up for what she did at the end of um, the last se last season. So the jury's still out on her. So, so this, if you want to leave us uh, feedback, you can do so like Jess did and email us at etopod at gmail.com. Or you can uh, utilize our voicemail or our text number at 205 304-1655. He must have seen something. So thank you very much for listening. We appreciate you all. Uh, we're in, thank you for uh, sticking through us for season two. And we and glad that you are enjoying this. Uh, so Jamel, where can they find you on the um, internet? Well, you can find me at Jamel Mydell. Oop. They can find me. I couldn't get it together. You can find me out? at Jamel. I guess so. Jamel My Bell. That is J A M E L L E M Y B E L L E. If you're looking to find me on Instagram or Facebook or even LinkedIn, don't. It's none of your business. That's right. Uh, I just I just took a uh, what did you call it? Taking the temperature. And my homeboy, who's new to the show, he's only two episodes in. But he's seen the, the season two premiere. His favorite person is that nigga. Nate? Yes. Ew. That, that was is my reaction to it. I know, right? Like, what the fuck That's is going gross. on? That hurt my feelings. I don't he's, but, he, that. but he does it, to be fair. He doesn't know what Nate did. Wait a minute. Yeah, but he was awful this episode. Is he too? Wait a minute. He's, he's, into, he's in season one, two episodes in? Yeah, yeah. So he's at season. Season he's seen the premiere, which got mm -hmm. him to want to watch. 
the and he's seen the first two episodes of season one. So he's seen the stun like my daddy episode where he beats Tyler's ass, but he's uh-huh. but he explained that away as you know people be jealous. <laughs> and I'm like, this thing it gets worse. This thing okay. is terrible. Interesting. I mean, but two yeah. episodes in, it's it's I'll I'll update next week on the pod. But right okay. now he says Nate Dog, and I am devastated. Well, we definitely have to follow that side. Oh, who did you say? Too. I thought you said the white boy. Who's the other white boy? Fez. Oh, Fez. Oh, oh. never mind. Oh, well, never oh, mind. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay, no, okay, <laughs> never mind. Oh, oh, I, he's that's black. That don't count. Right, right, yeah, but he's black, so that's why I didn't. That's why I didn't click. I was like, what the fuck? Now uh, we call him black, right, listeners? But if he said calls off and says nigga, we gonna we gonna have problems. Tommy said the N word. <laughs> Yeah, we, had, we let him have it that episode too. Do you remember that? You ain't got no connect. I remember that shit. Do you remember how the fuck? Do you remember how we went the fuck off? I remember. Oh my god. Okay, never mind. I, hey, I paid like it for no reason. Says, we like you. Right, right. Lies. I mean, they listen I don't to Tupac. Think he would. He seems too nice. Right, right. Devin, I feel like he's a reckless little kid that he might say yeah, he might word. do it. Right. Uh, but you can find me on the internet at Devin Lamar on Twitter. With you talk about it. You messed it up. You messed it up. I know. I'm I'm rusty. Up. That week off just like fucked me up. Also, right. it's been two weeks for you, Jamel. You're not dead to me anymore. How, welcome back. Yeah, hey, man. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm all right. good. I was on. I had what? like 30 seconds. Oh yeah, I forgot. Out. I forgot. Forgot. You came back to life for a minute I called and a half. In. Right. 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 I appreciate your commitment to the pod. Had to take a sip of had to take a sip of PBR for this. So um, please, please, if listeners, if you notice that his tone sounds a bit assaulty, it's because <laughs> of his drinks. <laughs> Go ahead, Juan. And you can find me on the Quiet Storm, which is on Twitter at JTD. That is J A Y T E E D E E. You can also still find me on TikTok um, as Chef JTD. I'm trying to post a little bit more, even though I haven't bought a new camera yet. But I'm trying to do a little something with my with my my phone. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram as well at JTD. Same you uh, same handle um, where I post cooking videos. You can follow edit that out on Twitter at ETO at ETO. No, that's not right. Edit that out. Um, you can follow edit that out on Twitter at edit that out one. And, right. uh, and on our uh, Facebook page, just um, search on Facebook for Edit That Out, and if you and you will see Edit That Out with Jamil, Devin, and Juwan. You can follow the page there um, to leave feedback and interact with us. Um, we thank you very much for listen, listening. We appreciate you all uh, for being for um, holding down, holding it down with us. And we will holler at y'all next week for episode two of uh, season two of Euphoria. Please. Oh, Juwan, did you cook black eyed peas for? Uh... New Year's and oh, greens. Oh. Selena did that. Oh, right on. You outsourced it. <laughs> yes. Look at you being a black king, making that woman cook <laughs> I for did you. It. Right. I mean, hey, I respect women, mm-hmm. so I ain't gonna say nothing else. <laughs> no ass can't cook. That's the only reason. I mean, I make a mean spaghetti, Jamel. My sex meal yeah. is on point. Okay. All right, listeners. It was so good. Happy good. Happy New Year. <laughs> Merry New Year. Bye, y'all. Peace. Peace. Farewell. So you're okay with him being gay? <laughs> gay? Who, who said he was gay? Nigga, is you crazy? <laughs>
Cake's delicious cake. <laughs> you crazy. Come on, Riley. The song, the dance, I mean, do the homie. The homie dance ain't gay. I do the homie. That's not gay. You who thinks everything in the world is gay. Nigga, you gay. You gay. Y'all niggas are gay. Nigga, you gay. That's gay. Don't find any of this gay at all. Okay, so all that other stuff was gay. But Gangs Delicious ain't gay. You can't just go throwing that gay thing around, Huey. That's a serious accusation. You the one who said he kissed another man. What I had said was them dudes knocked me upside my head and I dreamed he kissed another man. How often do you have dreams about men kissing? Shut up. I never dream about my heroes kissing other men. Man, stop. This whole conversation is making me uncomfortable. I dreamt about Muhammad Ali just last night, but he was fighting Joe Frazier, not kissing Ooh, him. Ugh, gay ass nigga. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Oh, I ain't listening to 